Oh man, it's DJ Hercules at 787, man, y'all know what it is, it's Talkish Radio, Brooklyn's Finest is in the building, I'm in the building, let's go. Hercules on him. DJ Hercules. Hercules. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and you're now tuned in to Talk Yo-ish Podcast. Welcome, guys. It is Thursday, May 4th. Can you believe it is actually May? We are almost six months into 2023. Don't it seem like it was just yesterday? Oh, my God. I'm not understanding what's going on with everything in the world, but we're going to talk about that. We definitely going to talk about, we got so much to talk about today. I am live in Atlanta, Georgia from Talkish Radio Studios. For the last two weeks, I've been in New York at the 787 Studios. If you guys was tuned in on TikTok, you saw me and DJ Hercules alive talking our ish and having a damn ball. But I'm here today and we're here and this is what we do. So let me start off with my affirmations that I always do for you guys because I like to manifest for you. I hope that you're well. I hope your family's well. I hope your children are well, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your grandmother, your grandfather, the aunties and the uncles. I hope that the whole entire family is well. I hope work is well for you. Your finances are great. Your health is well. I hope your mental is good. Your attitude is good. And you drinking your water and minding your motherfucking business. Okay? Because <laughs> that's what we're talking about today. I need y'all to understand how important it is to drink your water and mind your motherfucking business. I'm learning that. Let me tell you, a bitch been in denial for a minute. But I learned now, it's best to drink your water and mind your business. You know why? Because when you drink water and mind your business, you could give a fuck about everybody else's life. You could give a fuck about what's actually going on that can possibly bother you. You don't give a fuck. Because you know why? You're drinking your water and minding your motherfucking business. So shouts out to all my kings and queens that's out there drinking that good old water and minding their motherfucking business because this is it's important. Because if you don't mind your business, nowadays it gets you hurt. I learned that. It'll get you hurt. It'll get your feelings hurt. It'll get you emotionally hurt. It'll just get you just in a bad situation. And why do it? Life is too short as we can see. All right. So before we start talking our ish today, let me just go ahead and make sure that you guys are following us on social media. On Instagram, you can find follow me, your girl Brooklyn's Finest at Brooklyn's Finest 347. Follow my guy DJ Hercules at DJ Hercules underscore 787. Follow the radio station Talkish Radio at Talkish Radio. And that is T-A-L-K-I-S-H-H-H Radio. And follow Tokyo Ish Podcast. And that is T-A-L-K. Y-O-I-S-H-H-H podcast. So make sure you guys tuned in to us always here every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can either catch me here in the ATL or me in the 787 Studios in New York. And we are live on TikTok most of the time when we are in uh, New York. I'm working on going live here in Atlanta, but it's just a little technical for me. Okay, it's just me here in the studio. So I got to make sure that if, you know, I don't have my engineer or somebody in here, I got to work all these gadgets. And this this studio ain't small, so I got to move around. And it's just one of me. I wish it was a clone of me, but it ain't. It's just one. So we got to do what we can do, okay? Also, guys, if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you have a a topic, um, all names will be considered 
anonymous, if you want to get something off your chest, if you want to talk about a topic, as long as it makes sense and it's not offending anybody or hurting anybody, make sure you do send us an email at talkishradio at gmail.com. And that is T-A-L-K-I-S-S, T-A-L-K, did I say that right? T-A-L-K-I-S-H-H-H radio at gmail.com. Put in the memo uh, or the subject line, what it is in reference to a comment, a subject, or story time. Um, and we won't need, we won't, you don't have to leave a name and we won't name anybody. Uh, if you choose to name names, we will keep it strictly anonymous and we will definitely just make somebody into it. But I love story time. So if you got a good old story that you want us to talk about on the radio, make sure you send it to me. I enjoy tea from time to time. Sometimes I can't talk it, but I enjoy it. Sometimes it'd be the height of my damn day. Cause y'all don't understand my life would just be overwhelming sometimes. Also, guys, we are on 17 platforms, so make sure that you tune in. The top five is iHeartRadio, Audacity, Spotify, TuneIn, and Pandora. You can go to any of those platforms. Uh, go to your search option. Type in Talk Yo Ish Podcast, which is four words. Look for the cartoon character of my beautiful self, Brooklyn's Finest, with my grills because I get gully every now and then. And just tune in. You can tune into today's show or all the previous shows beforehand and just listen because we got a lot of shit we want to talk about with you guys. Okay, so let's talk. I got a lot of shit I want to talk about. But first off, if you have been following me on social media, you know that recently um, I've been posting a lot of trying to post inspiration, inspirational <laughs> things because you know what? I'm drinking my water and minding my business. Um, I, I, I'm realizing now, you know, sometimes you have that epiphany when you finally wake the fuck up and say, what was I thinking? Like, why? Why would you let somebody mess with your chakras? Why would you let somebody mess with your inner energy? So I realized recently I had some situations that I, I just can't tolerate anymore. Um, and I'm over it. So I decided to just drink my water and mind my motherfucking business. I'm not talking shit. I'm not mentioning shit. I'm not subliminal and shit. I ain't doing shit because I don't want the drama. I don't want the negative energy. I don't want nothing. So let me say this and say this. So everybody understands this is talk ish radio. If you Google it, I own it. I own the rights to it. I own the platforms to it. And I can say what the fuck I want to say. Now I'm very mindful and I don't specifically ever say people names unless it's like entertainment and it's all over the, the social media. Then we're going to talk shit about it. But if it's a personal scenario or personal people that I may know, I'm never dropping names. I'm not dumb. We don't do that. But if it's a situation that I am comfortable talking about, I'm going to talk my ish. You don't like it? Leave. I'm never disrespectful. I only voice my opinion. I don't drag people. I don't throw shade at people. But I'm going to speak shit and I'm going to speak facts. If you got a fucked up attitude, I'm going to talk about your fucked up attitude. I don't talk about people personally. I don't talk about how you look. I don't talk about how you dress. I don't talk about how you live. I don't talk about your finances. I don't do that. Because to me, that's just that's just beneath me. And that's so beyond petty. But if you have a bad attitude for no fucking reason at all, we talking about that. I need to know why the fuck your attitude so bad. Like, what is it about you that makes your attitude so bad? So I wanted to clear that up really quickly. That. 
I am going to mind my business and drink my water and I'm going to keep to myself. But I also want to make it thoroughly known for every and anybody that comes for me. And I have a few people coming for me, like a few. No, let me say more than a few. We're going to say at least two hands (laughs) of people come for me. Some people just hate for no reason. These people don't know me. They ain't never seen me. Nothing. They just don't fuck with me. I don't know why. I'm not a bad person. I don't do bad things. I'm a very loving and the sweetest person you have. Everybody that know me will tell you they love having me as a friend. If anybody that knows me will tell you I'm the most generous person in the world. If I got it, you got it. If I'm going, you going. If we rocking, if I'm rocking, you rocking. This is what we do. I don't throw shade. I don't throw hate. I big up all my beautiful ladies. I big up all the women that's around me. And I always introduce myself to women that say, hey, beautiful. Always. Because I feel every woman is beautiful inside unless you just nasty and evil for no reason at all. I know a few of y'all out there like that. But I'm saying this to say this. This is my platform and my station. And I can say what I want to say. I don't use people or situations as content. I don't need to. I could talk about anything. It's a thousand things in the world that I could create to talk about. If I talk about something personal, it's not going into detail. Now, I was reminded, I don't recall, but I was reminded, and it's a possibility that I spilled some information, didn't say names, but spilled some information about a conversation that may have happened. And if I did, which I'm not saying I didn't, I'm going to apologize for spilling information that nobody in the fucking world knew but them, probably, because uh, I said no names. But I'm going to apologize for doing that. If I offended anybody, if I hurt anybody's feelings, I will thoroughly, genuinely apologize and take back what I said. I can't necessarily take back the conversation that was had at that time, but I will apologize for just talking about it. Now, sometimes scenarios make sense. And sometimes when I talk about shit, understand this, it don't be necessarily about who you think it is. Or you might feel some type of way and think I'm talking directly. I'm not talking about you all the time. I got a lot of people that don't care for me. I don't give a fuck, honestly. But it's just people that just don't like me, that just hate for whatever reasons. And I don't understand why people just choose to hate. So when I'm speaking on something, one thing I'm not going to do is curve my conversations because I could be speaking of something and it's not about you. It's about something completely different. Now, if you choose to think that's about you, those are your own fucking issues because everything is about you. Everything is about everybody. I talk about situations that I run across, things that happen when I'm at work, things that are uh, of people that I know. So it don't necessarily be about one individual or two individuals or three individuals it could be about anybody so I just wanted to get that off my chest because again I'm gonna drink my water mind my business but I'm gonna talk my ish and I'm gonna do what I do best God didn't give me this voice he didn't give me this platform and he didn't allow me to come this far for somebody to tell me I can't speak my mind now again I will curve my conversations on certain things but if it offends you then leave I'm never talking about anybody directly, personally. Like, ooh, that bitch ugly. Ooh, that bitch clothes, she a bum. I don't do that. That's petty beyond beyond me. Now, I'm going to talk about your personality. If you got a shitty, fucked up personality, I'm like, yeah, you could do better with that. You got to work on some things. If you out here threatening people, talking about reckless shit, I'm going to talk about that too. 
never going to name your name, but I'm going to talk about your reckless mouth. So all I'm saying is, let's just figure out one of mine our business. I'm in a great space. I don't know about you guys out there, but let's talk about, let's talk about my husband. <laughs> if you saw my last post, um, I really wanted to give kudos. It was a video that I saw that I posted before my last post where this young lady was talking about men and how we have to give our men the, the flowers when they're protector and providers and the different types of men and so on and so forth. So I decided to give my husband his flowers. You know, I decided to give him his accolades because he does so much. And people change. I've changed. I've changed a lot. I'm, I'm honestly say I have, I have grown and I've changed a lot from when I met him. Because when I met him, I was a whole alpha. <laughs> when I was like, nah, I got it. I'm good. I don't need a nigga for shit. I'm great. Like, he was like, damn. Even when we first started talking, he was like, you like me? I was like, I don't like nobody. He was like, okay, done. <laughs> I was so choppish, choppy chop, um, because I was hurt and, and I was heartbroken from my last situation. Um, I had been through some things. So I just had a wall up that was like the freaking China wall. You know, and there was nothing getting around it, on top of it, on the side of it. And, you know, he just caught me at a bad time. But for some reason, he had a gentle spirit. So when he tried to leave, I didn't let him leave. I was like, where are you going? I didn't tell you to stop calling me. He was like, uh, you did say you didn't like nobody. <laughs> so I was just giving you your space. <laughs> but I had to realize that I, I'm not going to get nowhere with that attitude. I'm not going to get the good man with the... I got it. I'm that bitch. I don't need a nigga for shit attitude. I'm, you're not going to get it that way. And that wasn't necessarily me. I was just in a bitter place at the time. Now, my bitterness does not go deep. My bitterness is like surface bitter. Like I'm just angry and crying. That's about all. That's as far as it goes with me. I don't call. I don't do name throwing. I don't. I don't do none of that shit. That just to me is too much. It just gets too emotional and then people get hurt. So I try not to do that part. I just do the hurt and the emotional part for me internally for myself. But um, so when I finally opened up to my husband and explained to him that I was just going through a lot emotionally, finally, like I think it took me almost a year to finally break down and tell him that I was still hurting from my past. Not that I was still in love with my ex because I wasn't at all. I was just hurt how the relationship and like I, I felt that needed closure. So I always try to explain to my husband how important for a woman need needing closure. <laughs> he laughs at me when I said it. He said, like, I'm not giving nobody fucking closure. <laughs> I'd be like, you ain't got to be like that. <laughs> you need a hug. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> he was like, no, my husband's an Aquarius. And if you know any Aquarius ladies, ooh, different. When I first met him, I said, oh, no, nah, I never dated an Aquarius. Aquarius and Pisces, mm -mm, off the brick scale. Them some devious I'm going to just say this, and I'm going to exclude my husband. Liars, cheaters, just disrespectful. I don't know a, a nice Pisces or <laughs> And then when I see their horoscope, I'll be like, who? What, what Aquarius and Pisces is this at? Where that's at? But to each his own. That's why you learn. And you have to, to get to know somebody because my husband is definitely not the typical Aquarius. Because when I tell people that I'm a Virgo, 
and he's an Aquarius, they'd be like, how, how? Like, how is that even working? But it works. Honestly, you know why? It works because I had to stop being the alpha. Like, there's only one man and only one woman in this relationship. So that means I had to stop being the man and the woman and let him be the man and me just be the woman. I was so used to being man and woman that yeah, it wasn't nothing a nigga could say to me. It wasn't a nigga, nothing a nigga could do for me that I couldn't do for my damn self. Have you seen me? Have you see, If you have not seen me, go to Brooklyn's Finest 347 on Instagram and take a look at me. I'm a bad bitch. Yes, and I said that. For the people that don't like that, when I say that, oh, you could use better words, or why would you call yourself a bitch? This is me, me. Don't worry about why I call myself that. That is a term of endearment for me, for me. That's what I like, and I'm going to say it, and I'm saying it with my chest. I'm a bad bitch, okay? Have you seen me? Now, I'm my bad bitch. I'm an intelligent bitch. I'm a smart bitch. I'm a businesswoman. I handles my shit. Google me. I do things, okay? I do things. I've been working on Sidebar, thinking about some new projects that I'm trying to work on, right? So one thing about me, I tend to kind of put my hands in multiple dishes, and then I get overwhelmed when my plate is too full. So I promised myself that I wasn't going to do that anymore. I was only take on what I can handle and then try later on, right? So I'll say about three years ago, I went into partnership um, at the time with a friend um, to do some body contouring things. It went great. We, it was so successful. We did such a great job. But I realized at the time things didn't work out the way we wanted to. We don't have, there's no ill will or nothing between us. Um, and we separated. But I realized that sometimes people come into certain people's lives and it changes. So certain things happen. And I always say that people come in your reason, in your life for a reason and season. So in the process, I decided I was going to go ahead and, and open up my own uh, body contouring um, place. Well, I guess spa in Atlanta, right? My mom got ill and things started happening and it just, just never happened, right? Now I bought all the equipment. Like I got so much shit in my damn storage between massage tables, machines, like I could go on and on for days on much so much money I spent on shit. And it's just sitting there collecting dust. So I said to myself two things. I'm either going to sell it or I'm either going to go and do it. But I didn't want to do it if I couldn't put my whole foot in it. So right now I have my radio station, which is you guys hear me on Turkish radio. And I also have a dealership, which is exclusive motorsports that I own. And I've been doing that for about nine and a half years. Um, that was my first business. Talkish Radio is my second business. Um, so now I was contemplating because I went to see my girl over the weekend to have some, you know, stuff done. Beauty. I'm, I'm very into beauty. Right. So I said, you know what? I'm going to combine some things. And I said, that's probably why I've been sitting still so long with this whole body contouring thing. So I'm considering like. I'm almost at 85% to go to school for to be an esthetician because I'm big on skin. Like I try to do everything that I can do naturally for skin, like coconut oil. It takes like a 30 minute regimen for me in my face in the morning. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I deal with, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. And if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I apologize. Melamasma, you know, um, which is basically almost 
sun damage. So for the last two years, I've been suffering with that. Um, it's gotten really bad uh, middle of last year to current. So I want to say around June, I started noticing it getting really, really dark. And if you know someone that has melamasma, again, a skin, a skin damage from the sun. So you get these blotches of dark spots on your face. Me, I have them. I don't know if you've ever seen me on social media. You may see them from time to time on my cheeks. They're very prominent, like two cheek, one cheek, one cheek, um, and a scatter. I also have freckles, so don't come, don't misconstrue the freckles with the melamasma because I have freckles. But I have the melamasmas in the center of my cheeks, and then I started getting it over the top of my lip, and it was really light. But now it's gotten really dark. I realized when I started doing my research about this particular skin issue that it's the sun makes it worse. I didn't know that all these years I was supposed to be putting on sunscreen. Okay. Look now, because they told us sun was good for us, but for some people it's not. Now my skin loves the sun, but yeah, right now it's not. So I have to wear now every single day sunscreen, um, SPF plus 70 plus to protect my skin. Now with melamasma, and again, I apologize if I'm pronouncing it wrong because I want to say I am. Um, you can't get rid of it. You can manage it, but you never get rid of it. You can get it all the way lightened up. But every time you go back out to the sun, it activates it. So that's why it's important to wear the sunscreen. So I'm forced to wear makeup and I hate makeup. When I say I hate it, and for my ladies that love makeup, God bless y'all soul. It's a process. It takes too long. You know, I had to put makeup on three times today because I didn't like the way it looked. And I had somebody, t I went and spent like $200 in makeup, right? I had a girl show me how to put this makeup on, the colors that worked for me, everything. And the first two, three times, I liked it. But then I started looking at it. I was like, no, nah, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like the way this looks because I don't like makeup. And I, I'm, I'm just so mentally in my head about it that it just drives me crazy. On top of that, I've always suffered from oily skin my whole life. So as you get older and you have oily skin, it gives you pores. So now my pores are texturized and they're even bigger than they were. So unless you write in my face, you really can't see them from a distance. You got to be right like husband kissing face um, to see them. So I learned that you have to, one, exfoliate your skin two to three times a week to help your skin, especially when you get older, because I'm 48. Um, and then you have to prime your, you have to put, so when you wash your face, oh, let me go back. Exfoliate two to three times a week. Okay, ladies, that's important. I learned that. Then when you clean your face every day, I do mine twice a day in the morning and before I go to sleep every night. You clean your face, you have to use a moisturizer. I use Clinique because I love Clinique's products. So Clinique has a great moisturizer that I use. Put the moisturizer on my face, right? So then when I'm ready to go ahead and put makeup on, you have to prime your face. See, this is some shit I didn't know. This is a bitch that don't do makeup. I was like, you got to what? You got to put a primer. I, I heard that when people talked about it. I didn't know what it was. She said, you have to find a primer that works for you, especially when you have pores. So basically the primer sets your skin. So if you have pores, it kind of locks it in and it makes it less visible. I saw shit. Okay. So now I have to prime my face. And then I go ahead and then I put any um, correction, um, what is it called, color correction 
on my skin, which is the color correction covers up the dark spots from the melamasma. So on my cheeks and right on top of my lip. So I mix it because I'm by me being light skin. Um, I can't use any kind of makeup with red undertones. So I have to go more peachy, more what not, excuse me, not peachy. I was told warm. I have to go more warm colors. So less red, more light, light, light peach, and maybe a tint of peachy, if that makes sense. Light peach and then a tint of peachy. Um, and then I mix them. And then I, you take your finger and you pat it on your, you say rub it on your hand and you take it, pat it on your finger and then you pat it on the spots that you need to correct and cover up. Once you do that, then you go, you wait a minute, let it set and dry. Then you go in with your foundation, okay? And you go in with a good foundation. Now, I don't know, there's so many different foundations. So you got to find out from one of your makeup artists, what's a good color for you and what's a good foundation for you. You take two to three pumps, put it on your hand, take your brush, dab, dab, dab. I learned that instead of when you dab your brush, you are to dab and push into your skin. Do not swipe. See, I didn't know that. I'm learning. So you dab the brush into your skin. So it sets into your skin along with your, your texture. So you dab, 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 dab all over your face, okay? Let that dry for a minute. Boom. Now you're good. So then you go and get your, your setting powder. And you get your powder and you pop, you dab it on the, the powder, tap, tap, tap to, to get rid of the additional excess uh, uh, powder. And then you push that into your face no no swipe dab 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 the powder all over your face and 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 um so it can set now i don't do bronzer or blush i don't do i'm i'm all i like natural looks so i'm just gonna be clear i'm basically carmax or lip gloss lashes and that's it for me i don't do no color stuff nothing so once you have powdered your face and you have dabbed it in then you let that sit for a minute. Once that has now connected with the foundation, the primer, and the powder, then you set your face with a spray. I said, this is too much, but this is what you got to do. Then you spray your face with a setting spray. That means whatever your face look like right then, it stays that way for the rest of the day or for how many hours your setting spray works. So that means your face don't get oily. It don't get dry. You know how sometimes your makeup wears off. None of that. It stays the same. It's amazing what makeup can do, especially not the cheap makeup now. We're talking about the, the one you spend some dollars on. It's amazing what it can do. It really works. So that's how I have to do it. I don't like doing all of that. So now I'm frustrated. And I called my esthetician and I was like, look, I'm very frustrated. What can I use, a, use to help my the texture of my skin? So she told me to get a derma roller. So ladies, if you have, such as myself, um, enlarged pores, oily skin, or some form of a textured type skin, get you a derma roller. Learn some new shit again, okay? So the derma roller is like a little roller. Now I roll my face regardless every day when I put it in the freezer, like the rollers in the freezer and the coldness does help. But the derma roller has little needles on it. So when you roll your face, it's kind of opening up your skin and allowing the dead skin to die and allowing your skin to rebuild with collagen. So you're to do that once a week. And after you derma roll your face, you get a serum, vitamin C, and you put it on your face to, you know, kind of seal it. So you 
derma roller now i was like that does it hurt because you know i just ordered mine from amazon so she's like no it's not gonna hurt i said well i bleed she said you might and if you bleed it's good because that's just your skin breaking for dead and now you're going to be rebuilding rebuild, collagen i said bitch, i don't want to bleed <laughs> but the things we do for beauty so you do that and you do that once a week and that will help rebuild the collagen help the texture of your skin as well as your pores so ladies i'm giving you a class that was given to me Take that what you drink your water, mind your business. So in saying that, that's my whole thing. If it was up to me, I would never wear makeup. I just wear lip gloss or CarMax and be good. I don't really care for the 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 spots on my cheeks. I just, the, the top lip shit drive me crazy. Like it just annoys the hell out of me. I'd rather just be clear skin. But unfortunately, I'm dealing with skin issues and it is what it is. So I am, um, like I tell people all the time, ladies, don't never let nobody make you feel like um, you're not beautiful. Don't let nobody push their insecurities out on you. We all got issues. Ain't nobody perfect. Some of y'all walking around here with shit under your wigs and that wig is saving your life. Some of us is walking around here with packs of makeup on our face because God knows what you look like outside of the makeup because you look like a fucking beauty queen with it on you know a lot of things is going on we none of us is perfect so if it's something that you're not happy about with yourself fix it but don't let nobody make you feel bad about fixing it because i'm comfortable with me i had botox saturday but i do natural like botox is not natural so let me rephrase that for somebody come for me uh but i try to do like as less as i can but i'm getting older I'm great. I'm, I'm aging gracefully. God bless my soul. Thank you to my mommy and my daddy. But um, I got it for my crow's feet for the little wrinkles on the side. She told me that I'm I'm good with, you know, I always get wrinkles on my forehead because I'm always expressing myself and moving my forehead. So she gave me some for my forehead. Uh, she gave me some at the bottom of my laugh line. So if you have laugh lines, lady, the smile lines, at the bottom of them, if you notice, Eventually, as you get older, those start to turn into what they call jowls, J-O-W-L-S, which is when your cheeks start to hang. So she shot me there, not that I have jowls, but just so it would lift a little and to plump up the laugh line. And then in my chin, because she said your chin moved just like your forehead. I thought I needed like some injections in my eyes because I normally get them every two and a half years because, you know, sometimes I get sunken in eyes. Uh, not bags, but the other way where it just, I lose the collagen in my eye versus gaining the fluid in my eye. But she was like, no, actually your skin is really good. You don't need any injections. You just need a little nip and tuck. And that was it. I was in and out 20 minutes. So if you have to fix certain things about yourself, do it. Okay. We earned it. We out here busting our ass every day. Two kitties, goddamn kids. Dealing with they bullshit. <laughs> Look, my daughter driving me damn near crazy. I said, Lord, I finally got her off the titty at 24. She's been on her own, living in her own place for the last three years. But I swear, I'm still, she's still in my pockets. I said, Mommy, if I was to leave this world tomorrow, what would you do? She said, I'll probably get in the box with you and go with you, Ma. I said, you, you, can't, you can't come with your mother. If I leave, if God decides today is the last day, and I'm leaving. You can't come with me. You got to go ahead and live your life. She said, yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to opt out of that. <laughs> I'm going to tell God, you take her, you take me. You might as well just make the box two sides because it's both of us going to be in this box together. So we might as well be comfortable. But 
I try to raise my daughter to be responsible enough, but I tell you, sometimes she wear me out. But she's my first, and I will do anything in the world for her. I will protect her feelings and protect her heart at any means necessary. Um, I try to teach my daughter how to be respectable, respect other, other people's feelings, always be respectable to adults, even when they're wrong. Don't let nobody disrespect you, but respect your elders. She called me yesterday with an issue with something at work, and she was all, I said, your generation do too much. She's like, but my, you don't understand. I said, no, I do understand. I hear what you're saying. So this is what I'm going to tell you. The way you talking to me and your, and, your, and your anger mannerism, you do that to your boss or whomever you're having an incident with. See where that gets you. You're going to be without a job. Do you not know me even as an adult? I run four mechanic shops. I am the chief financial officer. I'm the boss of the boss. I run everything. Do you not know even with that, I still have to report to my boss, right? And even with that, saying that, there's things that I am not comfortable with at times. You know what I'm saying? But I still got to do my job. I still got to respect my boss. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. I still got to respect him. So even when I don't like it, I'm going to speak my mind, but I'm going to speak it in a very professional manner. I'm going to get my point across without raising my voice. I'm going to get my point across without being disrespectful. So I told my daughter, there's ways that you can do things without coming off abrasive. That rah, 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 rah attitude, that's not going to get you nowhere. I said, your, your, um, your generation has... That's common for you guys. You think that that's the way to to respond to everything with the rah, rah, rah attitude. That's not going to get you nowhere. So after talking to her for about 15, 20 minutes, she finally got it. She's like, all right, Ma, I get it. I get what you're saying. I said, that's all I'm saying to you. I'm not trying to tell you don't be an adult, but you got to learn. This thing called adult is a, a learning curve. You can't always rah, rah your way through shit. Because you know you're going to rah, rah, rah your way through something and then somebody's going to be waiting for you outside. And then it's going to escalate from a small situation of a disagreement to now we fighting and now somebody's in a hospital. Or even that. It ain't even worth it. Certain things, just let that shit go. It's not even worth it. I deal with ignorant people every day that come to the shop. I work in an all-men environment. I've been with the company 10 years. All-men environment. And just because you own your business don't still mean you don't have to have a job. Because let me tell you something, owning your own business until you make it huge and you making consistent money, you still got to work. Because let me tell you something, I got a studio rent. I got dealership rent. I got my mortgage. I got two cars, two Mercedes. I have light, gas, power, water. I have three children. Okay, and unfortunately, they all are still in my pockets. My youngest is the one that still is stuck with me for the next Ah, seven years. My son is 18, so he's now going off to college. So now I got to buy him a car um, and help him with life. It, it, It don't stop. And I take care of my mom. She lives with me. She's been living with me. So all of these things reside on me. (laughs) So, yeah, I still have to work because I have a lot going out and not enough coming in. So working helps me be able to pay all of the things that I have. Take care of my three children, my mom, pay my studio rent, pay my dealership rent, pay my mortgage, take care of my two cars. They're paid for, but still take care of my two cars 
and everything else around. I like to travel. I like to shop. Those things, it covers those expenses. So understand this. There's nothing wrong with having a job because you're a boss. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Had COVID not hit, I'd be in a different space right now. But COVID hit and changed the whole lifestyle that we know. And things are not the same. So it's a process. We just kind of got back outside last year. So now I'm building my station. I have people in my team. I have people doing shows here. So it's doing great things. Um, I have people offering, you know, wanting to rent out the studio. So it's it's making now. Now it's making its way. It's, I'm making enough just to possibly cover the rent. I ain't eating off of it yet. But it's, it's paying for itself at this point now. So I'm saying this to say we have to do what we have to do to survive. But. Be kind to each other. Don't don't just assume you got to be a bully all day long. This ain't DMX 24-7, RIP to DMX. You know, I try to be a very um, understanding and respectful person to push to a corner. You all never really see me be abrasive, but everybody that knows me knows I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it all the way. I'll go there when needed. But I, I don't feel like I should have to. I'm too old. And I ain't, my husband hates when I call myself old. He said, you are beautiful. And shouts out again. Go back to my husband. He is the GOAT. Let me tell you something. When I feel feeling down and I'm insecure about something, my husband is my biggest cheerleader. Let me tell you. From the time that when I first met my husband, I was 200 pounds, right? And I had a little, we call it the pooch. I hated this, my pooch, which is my stomach, ladies. I had the the uh, fupa, fat upper poo poo area. <laughs> I didn't have a big poop. I had a, a little fupa, but it's I had two C sections. So my first daughter was vaginal, but my last two children I had C. So my son was ten pounds three ounces, and my last daughter was uh, I think eight pounds two ounces. But once you have a C section, you have to have a C section again. So understand this: that once they cut you, everything above that cut stays there. It's like fat. Unless you cut it off or burn it off, it just, you might can get it down flat, but that skin will always hang. That was my issue. I was 200 solid. You would have never thought I was 200 pounds because I was thick. I had what they call a stripper body. Um, never had any other plastic surgery other than my breasts. I had got my breasts done in 2016 because I was from the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> and I thought I always had hips and butt for days my whole life. Okay. I'm half Boricua. That's, that's, you know, you're going to get that. We get a lot of that going on. You know what I'm saying? So I was blessed from the waist down. But them, them, them mid area, I was from the itty bitty titty committee. So I went ahead and got my breasts done. Okay. Uh, that was something I wanted to do for me. And I felt so much 10 times. I was already a bad, beautiful woman, but I wanted to be even more beautiful within self. So I went ahead and got my breasts done in 2016. So in 2020, um, I decided that I wanted to get a tummy tuck and lipo. So at the time, he wasn't my husband. He was my boyfriend. I told him I wanted to get it done. So he was like, well, I love you just as you are. I love you with the food, but he kisses it. And I used to be so upset when he did that. He said, I love you, everything about you. I didn't, I'm not with you just because you're a beautiful woman. You are. But I'm with you because you're an intelligent woman. Your heart is so loving and so, he said, it's so loving and scary. 
you like a you pick up stray puppies and cats. I hate that. He does. I am the most when I come to New York. Let me let me give y'all. I'm 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 all over the place today, but y'all gonna listen. So when we go to New York, when, when I come to New York, originally I'm from the born and raised in Brooklyn, right? But I've been in Georgia 30 years. I moved here when I was uh, seven. Was it seven? No, sorry, 19, and I'm 48 now. So I've been here 30 years. So let me say this. When I go back to New York, even my sister cousin and all them be laughing at me because they was like, you just don't look like you're from New York. I was like, how? They was just like, you just don't. You don't come off like you're from New York. Look at First of all, you look at your body. You built like a Coca-Cola bottle. Like, you ain't going to see too many broads walking in New York. Not saying, hold on, let me back up. Love my New York chicks. I done seen the baddest of the baddest broads come out of BK. Just saying. I'm just telling you what they said. I didn't say it. They said that. Um, she said, your whole demeanor, you just don't come off like you're in New York. You don't have the your guard up. You're, hey, how you doing? You very polite to everybody. You can't do that. And my husband's the other way around. We go into the dentist. He barking. Why we make an appointment and we still sitting here? Like I'm like, oh, my God, they're not going to see us. <laughs> I'm the... And I'm the barker, but when I go to New York, I know my lane. I know that I'm not from there, so I can't be barking like y'all bark because y'all bark different than my bark. Y'all bark be like, woof. That should be internally. My bark be like, woof, because I'm happy. You know, I'm coming to bark from a happy place. Y'all barking from trauma and anger and frustration and I hate my life and oh, my God. I'm barking like I'm a good place. I'm straight. I'm okay. Woof. And... They be telling me, like, when I go to New York, my cousins and them don't let me go nowhere by myself. They're like, don't go to the store. Don't take a walk. These niggas are going to try you. They're going to surround you. They're going to smack you the moment you don't want to talk. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. So I don't go nowhere by myself. When I'm in New York, I literally, my husband goes with me everywhere. Now, unless he's at work and I want to walk to the store, I walk to the store. We live in a, in a, in a good area, so I don't have to worry about nothing. There's a lot of white people around, so. I don't really have none. They be like, hey, how are you? I'll be like, great, how are you? They was like, oh, you're in town. You and your husband come do dinner with us. I'd be like, oh, I love white people. <laughs> they be like, come do dinner with us. You guys, yes. We're going out to um uh, Westbury to have some wine. You and your husband come. I know you guys don't drink, but come on and have a good time. I'd be like, boy, these white people love us, don't they? We must be they token, they they token colors around here. <laughs> but I just want to say this to all my ladies. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love on yourself. Love yourself. If you don't love something about yourself, fix it. And fuck what the world say. Fuck what society says. Fix it. If you can afford to fix it, fix it. If you really can't afford to fix it, then if it's, if it's, it's, it's like a body thing, then work out. You know what I'm saying? Work out. Do exercises. Eat differently. Change up your diet. Let me tell you something. Smoking and drinking, it'll be the death of you. Smoking gonna make you age like a motherfucker. You gonna look older than you supposed to. And drinking, forget it. When pe- when I tell people I'm 48, they have they don't even believe I'm 48. They be like, what? Even when people see me in real life, they say I look better in real life than I do on social media. They like, yo, you look 10 times better in person than you do on social. I'm like, damn, I look bad on social media. <laughs> They're like, nah, you you are beautiful on social media, but you're even more gorgeous in person. And you have the personality to go with it. You know what I'm saying? So fix it, whatever it is. And if you can't afford to fix it, 
There's so many natural ways that you could do things to fix yourself. Now, certain things you can't fix. Like, you know, you got to fix your teeth. You got to go to the dentist. You can't naturally fix that. I mean, I've seen some tricks with some bras and they did some things with some plastic and water and boiling and some teeth made a whole tooth. I was like, how the hell did she make a whole tooth? Yes. But unfortunately, I'm going through a teeth journey. So it's, it's costing me a little pretty penny, but it's still worth it. I, I will have a million dollar smile in a couple of months and I'm excited. My one implant in had two root canals last week. I go back uh, next week and I get two more teeth pulled out, two more implant posts put in, another root canal done, and I get three fillings done. When I tell you I'm not playing, I'm not playing. That's why my mouth be hurting when I come home. For two days, I really can't talk. But it be worth it because I want that. I need all of this done in a timely manner. <laughs> so I don't mind spending the bread going back and forth every two weeks. I don't mind spending the bread to do what I need to do to fix these teeth. But it's long overdue. But I had to make some sacrifices. So it took me a little longer to do what I needed to do for myself. Because when you got kids, you got to sacrifice for them. So I had to do some things for my children that took away from me focusing on certain things for me. Now, from the front, my teeth, as everybody said, it's like, oh, your teeth are beautiful. What you get done to your teeth? I said, yeah, I've been chewing on rocks in the back. There's a, oh. I was like, yeah, all my teeth in the back broke. I don't know how the hell that happened. God knew not to break them front teeth, though. He said, no, we're going to keep them front teeth white and bright. I spent literally $20 on vegan toothbrush, a vegan toothbrush, a vegan toothpaste, and vegan uh, mouthwash. I told my husband we went shopping the other day, and I said, go ahead and get this tooth toothpaste. He was like, who the fuck is spending that type of money for toothpaste? I said, I'll pay, I'll pay for it. He said, are you serious? I was like, yeah. I said, man, y'all so simplified. <laughs> This is what we do. We doing this. We using vegan toothpaste. It is very good for you. It's good for you. It's good for the environment. And it brightens and whitens your smile like 10 times shader than that bullshit that we be using. So, yeah, we're going to use this. Spend your money on it. It's worth it. So, yeah, ladies, love yourself. And if you're unhappy with something, just fix it. There's so many options to fix things. Um, some people got to go to Columbia. Um, some people don't really have the money to do the things that they want to do. And I'm going to just say this. The people that point out all your flaws got a lot of flaws, a whole lot of flaws. But they want you to feel the way they feel. So don't let them, don't give them that power. Don't give them. That's why I said drink your water, mind your business. I learned from this, from moving forward, I'm never involving myself in bullshit again. The moment you come for me, the moment you say some shit, I'm not going to indulge. I'm not going to respond. I am going to block. Click. You are not going to fuck up my chakras, my energy, my aura, because I'm going to still be happy. I'm going to be the happy bitch drinking her water over here. I'm going to be super happy. So I'm not going to let you fuck that up. For no, they, nah, nah, there's not enough money in the world that's going to let me uh, let you fuck up my energy. So. It took me a minute to realize that, but I finally realized that after a conversation, I said, that's it. I'm done. I can't do this no more. Yeah. You, you know, I, I was watching something that somebody said, you finally, well, how did they say it? They said, you know how people get in situations and they be like, you don't understand why they keep dealing with it and keep dealing with it and keep, you, they know it's a fucked up scenario. They know it's a bad situation, but they still keep entertaining the bullshit. And you're like, why? Somebody said the moment they stop wanting to entertain it, the moment they get tired and say they can't do it no more, you ain't got to worry about it no more. That's where I got. I, I got to that point. I'm not doing that no more. 
I'm not doing none of that shit no more. I got tired. I got tired of being tired of the bullshit. So just don't entertain it. Boy, when it was like 10 bowls came off my chest when I finally accepted the fact that I was not going to deal with it anymore. Oh, my God. You don't even understand. I'm a new bitch now. I'm drinking my water and minding my business. So like I told you, if you come for me, if you say some shit on my social media, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to even see it. You could keep coming saying a thousand things. I won't even acknowledge it because I'm going to give it zero energy. And if I do see it, I'm going to block it. So, I mean, if you want to just keep doing what you're doing and being negative and negative Betty to to me or the world, that's cool. This is just wasting your energy. When you could go out here and be living your best life because I'm not going to entertain it no more. I'm going to drink my water and my business. So, ladies, like I said, love on yourself. Y'all are beautiful. When I meet women, I always call them, hey, beautiful. Hey, beautiful. Because women are beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we've had hard lives and been through some things and heartbreaks and trauma and children and death. It takes a toll. So we have to encourage each other. Old, young, it doesn't matter. We have to encourage each other. And we as a race, we the worst. White people don't do that. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Caucasian people don't do that. It's only the people of color. I don't even think Indians do that. I don't think Indians do that. Or or, or Chinese people or Filipinos. I just think it's black people, like honestly, and Spanish people. Like we, the people of color, the brown people, we got issues. <laughs> I don't know what the hell, but they got to do with a lot of the past. But we got to do better, for real. We we definitely have to do better in order to 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 just be a better race altogether. So, ladies, love yourself. Love your man. Give him his flowers. And, fellas, give your ladies her flowers, too. Because don't think that you the protector, the provider, that we don't work hard. Like, we don't got to take care of the kids. We ain't got to cook and F and suck you when, you when we don't feel like it. We should want to, but we have jobs too so fellas give your ladies their flowers if they're doing a good job if they're they not giving you stress they're not driving you crazy they letting you drink your water mind your business give them their flowers give them their flowers it's important to be your spouse's peace i'm my husband's peace he is my utmost peace he knows that when I come to New York, he is my, I, I look forward to, even though I got to go to the dentist and be in pain, I look forward to it. Because in Atlanta, my life is like, go, 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 go. It never stops. Nonstop. Just go, 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 go. From the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep is, is always, I never just have a day to do nothing. I think Saturday was the first day I had self-care in a very long time. Now, I tend to slip self-care from time to time, but to take a whole day for self-care, that rarely happens. I found out that my iron was extremely low. Um, I was told that I needed to get a blood transfusion. I just couldn't do that for religious reasons. Um, so I just started doubling up and taking iron, which I hadn't been taking in a very long time. And I feel absolutely fantastic. So I, I I wondered about a few things that was going on, and now it made sense. I did some research and was re- reading up on some things when it comes to your iron. So, ladies, real quick. Iron plays such a big part in your life. So certain things that can be going on with you that will dictate your iron. If your edges are thinning, you can have low iron. 
if you're going to the bathroom very frequently, like like seem like you're going to the bathroom every 15, 20 minutes, that could be a sign of low iron. Um, if you're very sluggish, no energy, always tired, that's definitely a sign of low iron. So go get your iron checked because I went and had mine checked and mine's was a five. Like literally if I was a fool, I could have just died. I could trip, break my ankle and die because I didn't have enough blood to replenish because that's how low my iron was. So I had to double up on my iron. I take three iron pills a day, two iron liquid shots a day. And I feel great. That's probably why I'm drinking my water and wine in my business now. Because <laughs> I started taking them iron pills and I feel better. So I said, yeah, let me, let, I want to live. And I ain't going to let nobody stress me the fuck out to take me off this earth. I got too much to live for. I got uh, three kids to one day see to be a grandmother. My two oldest are both virgins. You know how much that is. Do you know how that makes me feel? When your 24-year-old daughter is still a virgin and your 18-year-old son is still a virgin, pat yourself on the back, mommy. I said, well, damn it, I did something right. At least them little niggas listened. Okay? They could have been freaked off, especially my son. But both both focused. They just, well, my daughter, you know, she's gay. But, you know, she has a little boyfriend now. She's, she's trying she says she's, you know, kind of interested. She ain't ready to lose her virginity yet. She says, she said, look, with the lady trying to stick the little, little, uh, two, uh, what she call it? The little, uh, what they call them things you put in your ear, uh, in your ear. Good God almighty. I can't believe my mind just went blah. I'm having a blonde moment. The little, uh, Q-tip. Damn it. She said, when, Ma, she couldn't even put the Q-tip in me. So, you know, I can't get nothing. I couldn't even get a finger. Nope. Not happening. I don't want to. So let me just say, I got three beautiful children to look forward to, to one day one of them making me a grandmother. My son says he doesn't want any kids. My oldest daughter kind of feel like, I want one, but nah, I really don't, I could care less for one. And my youngest says, I don't want no children. I'm like, y'all not going to make mommy one grandbaby? They're like, yeah, I don't know about that, ma. So I told my husband I want a baby. <laughs> I said, we got to have another baby. He said, we got a what? I said, I want a baby. Don't you want to have another baby? I'm going to just say to be continued. So if you see me the next month or two, I'm a little poochie poochie. <laughs> I got my grandbaby baby. <laughs> Babe, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> but ladies, yeah, keep loving yourself. Keep loving on you. Um, keep being the best you that you can be. Give your man his flowers. Fellas, give your women their flowers. Ladies, if it's broke, fix it. Period. Okay? If you don't like what you see in the mirror, fix it. Love yourself, though. You got to love yourself first before you even attempt to fix anything. Because if you try to fix something and you don't love yourself, you'll keep fixing things. You'll keep having something done because you don't love yourself. The only thing that I have had done to me Plastic surgery-wise that I had my breast done because remember I told you I was from the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. And I had lipo and a tummy tuck in 2020 because I had two C-sections and I had a little fat pocket on top of my cut. And I couldn't get that stomach super flat. So I, I wanted a flat, flat. So now I got a flat like a wall stomach, period, with the hourglass. I'm the Coca-Cola bottle chick, okay? Period. It was the worst. It was the best investment I made for myself. But I loved myself when I did that. Both times. I just wanted to feel 
feel when I look in the mirror, what I thought I didn't see was beauty. I wanted to see it when it was beauty there all the time. I just was in a place where I was just dealing with a lot of things and I wanted to feel that much more secure with myself. So it's okay to be insecure. We all have those. I'm insecure about my teeth. The moment somebody pointed that shit out, that shit drove me crazy every day. I was like, oh, no, I'm getting this shit done. I'd already planned on getting it done. But when somebody points some shit out, it almost like opens your eyes like, bitch, really? (laughs) Yeah. So I fixed it. Like, you won't be walking right here calling me snag-a-tooth. No, ma'am. No hamburger. I went and fixed it. So, you know, like I said, love yourself and fix it. But don't let nobody make you feel some type of way about yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's bad on them. Those are their own demons they have to deal with. So let them deal with God and the devil and Lucifer, whomever they pray to or don't pray to. Let them deal with that on their own terms. But you, when you look in the, muti- in the mirror beautiful, love yourself. So when you make the decision to fix it, it's just enhancing what's already there. That's all. You don't want to fix it and you didn't love yourself and now you're seeing more flaws that you did before you fixed it. Now you want more fix. People that be having two and three and four tummy tucks, I'd be like, well, what happened to the first one? And that's another thing, ladies. When you have plastic surgery, such as, I'm only going to speak for a tummy tuck and lipo because that's the only thing I know. I'm more natural in the booty area. You still got to work on it. You can't get a tummy tuck and lipo and still be eating all over the place. Because you're going to get fat again. You're going to get right in that mid area. You're going to get big again. And then you're going to get it again and have to get it again. So you have to learn how to manage what you eat. Drink lots and lots of water. Lots of water. Look, I've been drinking water for three days straight now. I try to drink a ginger ale right now. It tasted disgusting. Because I'm trying to do like a, a cleansing. So I said I was going to drink water for two weeks straight. No soda, no nothing. But just drinking a ginger ale just left a bad taste in my mouth so clean clear drink your water mind your business give your spouse their flowers and love on yourself that is so important okay guys it has been wonderful i know i was giving y'all so much conversation today but i hope it helped somebody i hope it encouraged somebody and i hope that when you look in the mirror beautiful today you want to love on yourself in a way that you have never loved yourself before so ladies let's talk may 12th If you're going to be in the ATL, it's going to be the Strength of a Woman annual festival. Mary J. Vlage. Oh, my God. VLB's going to be front row. We're excited to be there. Shouts out to Mary's team. Shouts out to Michelle Management. Shouts out to Don Julio. Uh, We, we, thank you. Like, I can't, it's, it's amazing. Uh, Friday, it's a three-day festival. So Friday is the first night, which is going to be, Mary's going to be performing, Method Man, Jeezy, um, Jodeci, Lauren Hill, somebody else I forgot. And if I left you out, I apologize. But that's, that's going to be on the first day. And then two, they got Saturday, Sunday, Saturday's panels and, and so on. And then I think Sunday they have brunch, church brunch, and some other things going on. So if you're going to be in the ATL, make sure you get your tickets to see Strength of a Woman, it's going to be, I think, at the Braves Arena in Atlanta. Friday, we will, me and Hercules will definitely be in the building. So look for us because we're going to be the baddest bitches there. Couple. Baddest couple there. Sorry. <laughs> also, ladies night. Ladies, 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 ladies. May 20th, DJ Hercules has his exclusive ladies night event. Um, in Times Square on the rooftop, it is a private location. You will get the address once you purchase your ticket. You can go to Eventbrite, 
Ticketmaster.com and purchase a ticket, put in DJ Hercules, and it will come up for the event. Um, you can go to my Instagram page and click the link in the bio and buy your ticket, or you can go to DJ Hercules' page on Instagram and click the link in the bio, in his bio, and purchase a ticket. So, ladies, we are going to have a phenomenal night. I need y'all to step up, step out, and step fly. We want y'all to be in the baddest. We want you guys to feel absolutely wonderful. Uh, Mary J. Blige, Sun Goddess, is sponsoring it. Uh, it will be an open drink for the first hour. So if you get there within the first hour, you are going to get free Mary J. Blige, Sun Goddess wine glasses, uh, courtesy of Mary J. Blige. So shouts out to Mary for helping us get this event all together for DJ Hercules. Ladies, 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 y'all made his TikTok uh, viral go a sensation. So now he has a headliner. He got Times Square. How many people could say they could do Times Square? Rooftop. What we doing? What we doing? Okay. Uh, we're going to have Sun Goddess execs in the building. Shouts out to them. We can't wait to see you ladies in the building. Sexy. All my ladies come out. We are almost to capacity, so make sure you get your tickets ASAP. Um, it's going to be a phenomenal night. I can't wait. We got some special guests and celebrities that will definitely be in the building. I can't tell y'all right now, but I'm going to try to tell y'all when we get closer to the date. Because um, if I tell y'all, uh, I can't come. So, yeah. We got some special celebrities that will be in the building. So shouts out to everybody that's going to be there. So ladies, put out your freakum dress. Get them heels on. Get that hair done. That nails done. Put on that spray good. Uh, and let's go. And uh, if you're accompanied by men, please, fellas, I need y'all to dress the paw. This is, this is a grown woman, grown man event. Get it together. I don't want to see no sagging. Well, you won't even get in with no sagging jeans or no pants hanging off your butt. You need to put on the belt. Okay, your pants need to be above your butt cheeks. Okay, we need you to have on a nice button down. Okay, maybe a V-neck. I'm okay with a V-neck, a nice silk maybe V-neck. That's that's okay. Nice blazer. Okay, um, some nice shoes. You know, you know. However you want to dress it up, dress it down, but no sneakers. Okay, nah, eh, depends. I'll let you do sneakers if you got a blazer on. Okay, as long as your pants are hanging off your butt, you got on the belt, we can do it. We can work some out, okay? So I want you guys to make sure you take out, take your ladies. Fellas, don't be afraid to bring your ladies out. I mean, it is a DJ Hercules event, but we just giving you live R&B. We giving you old school hip-hop. We bringing some people in the building, y'all. Let me tell you, show up and show out if you don't want to. It's going to be a phenomenal night, guys, all right? So make sure you remember, May 12th, Strength of a Woman Festival in Atlanta, Georgia. Make sure you guys go get your ticket. Urban um, Urban Live Nation is actually one of the sponsors and Pepsi. So make sure you guys get your tickets for that. Also, Ladies Night, DJ Hercules, Times Square, May 20th, um, rooftop event. You will get the address when your tickets are purchased. You can go to eventbrite.com, put in DJ Hercules, and get your tickets. Or you can go to my Instagram, Brooklyn's Finest 347, click the link in my bio, get your ticket. Or you can go to DJ Hercules underscore 787, click the link in his bio, and get your ticket. But either way, we want you to get your tickets. All right? Y'all, it's been a blast. I enjoyed conversation. I felt like y'all were right here with me. <laughs> if you are in the Atlanta, Georgia area and you want to come into the studio and you want to sit down and have a conversation with me, please hit me up. 
Email us at talkishradio at gmail.com. If you want to be an inside studio guest, just put studio guest in the subject line. Remember, I do story time. I do commentary. We do discussions and conversations. Either way, you will be anonymous if you choose to. But if you don't choose to, we're going to talk about you that day, okay? I love you guys. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Make sure you stay highly favored, highly blessed. Remember, drink your water, mind your business, and just, you know, be at peace. Don't worry about nothing. Don't worry about nobody. Don't don't stress about the stuff that you can't stress and control. Just do what you're supposed to do and let it happen and let it all flow. Make sure you tune into us every Thursday, you know, on uh, Talkish Radio. All right? Make sure. iHeartRadio will definitely be in the building. So make sure that you come see us. Until then, guys, I love you. I can't wait, you guys, to see you next week. Enjoy. Be blessed. Holly favored. Drink your water. And mind your motherfucking business. This is Brooklyn. Oh man, it's DJ Hercules at 787, man. Y'all know what it is. It's Talkish Radio. Brooklyn's finest is in the building. I'm in the building. Let's go. Hercules on him. DJ Hercules. Hercules. Shout out to everybody tuned in right now. Let's go. Well,